This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Lisa Swiftney. Well, welcome everyone to episode number 17 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have Good Neighbor Clinetta Frazier, and she is the CEO of Edmund Enterprises. So, hi, Clinetta. How are you doing today? I am doing very well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm liking this nice warm weather we're having. Yes, me as well. Yes. yes. So, um, let's tell us, um, tell our audience our le- and our listeners a little bit about your business. What is Edmund Enterprises? Yeah. So, Edmund Enterprises is an HR consulting firm that I started a couple of years ago. It is affectionately named after my father, Clinton Edmund Frazier, who I'm named after. Um, you know, it's a, well, I usually have a laugh with folks when I first meet them because they say, you're not Edmund, are you? <laughs> but yeah, the company is named after my late father, Clinton Edmund Frazier. Um, I started it a couple of years ago while still in corporate America myself, um, too. And the way that I describe what it is that we do is we offer fractional HR solutions and business solutions um, for small you know, mid and large size organizations. It just depends on kind of what the need is and we're able to, you know, to jump in and assist. That is good. So everybody is always looking for HR opportunities. So it, <laughs> you, are, you, have, you have a good niche there. Yeah. So, so tell our listeners about your journey. Yeah. How did you get involved in this business? Well, I actually, I have a 20-year career in human resources in corporate America. Most of my career has been, um, you know, automotive. As you see, I have a little auto truck behind me, manufacturing, um, oil and gas, and a little bit of um, a stint within the healthcare industry. And um, I've done everything from labor relations to Um, you know, staffing, recruiting. I was able to work my way up in those organizations into executive roles. Um, I've led global teams um, in human resources. I've managed restructuring. So I've done everything from build organizations up to restructuring actions to right-size them, you know, as the economies have shifted. Um, And so a couple of years ago, I decided to start the company because um, being on the road like I was heavily, I would always meet some business owner when I was flying to my next location who would always want to pick my mind, right? They'd always want to pick my brain when they learned what it is that I did and the um, level at which that I did it in corporate America. And so I found myself giving away a really lot of good HR <laughs> advisement and coaching for free. So I started the company as a means to be able to help people and then also legitimize it and invoice them for my services. (laughs) And that started out um, just helping like a couple of tech companies that needed more administrative help. They just needed to um, like have coaching around whether or not they should hire individuals or some other other alternatives, which in most cases we would, you know, choose other alternatives to provide staffing from overseas to help them just with some of the coding work and things that they, you know, they needed to have done um, and provide them with some administrative support to be able to manage um, 
like emails back and forth between them and their clients. Um, and that worked for me because that allowed me to, you know, service them through my business and then also maintain my executive role, you know, still within corporate America. I actually um, stepped away last year. The class, the company that I was with actually closed. And so that gave me an opportunity to explore whether or not I wanted to jump right back into you know, the corporate world and, and in all honesty, you know, be in a position where I may be on the road nonstop, kind of like I was, you know, in previous years. And so I actually started traveling for myself. So <laughs> I actually started to spend quite a bit of time in Florida, in Miami Brickell area, um, which is really developing and, and growing um, vastly. There's a lot of e-commerce entrepreneurs. Um, that particular area is, um, the financial district of, you know, of Miami and as well as some of the Caribbean and Latin um, countries. And so it allowed me to network with some folks that were kind of just starting out in business and acquire some clientele through that means. And so I kind of, you know, started kind of coming back and forth between the two locations and really just building my clientele and my network. So it worked out pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Florida is up and coming. I will tell you that. So they said, especially since COVID, the, um, you know, people think that Florida is a retirement state, state, (laughs) but what my, um, we just recently bought, uh, built a condo and what my um, realtor was telling me is the average age in Florida is 45 now. Mm -hmm. It is. People yeah. want to want the nice weather all year round, and many many entrepreneurs are flocking. Yes, so, yes, yes. That's good to hear. So, um, something that our listeners always ask about is um, mis- myths and misconceptions. So, what myths or misconceptions um, do you hear about in your industry that you know is not true? Well, I think um, there's a myth or uh, oftentimes a thought that you may not need, you know, any HR support, especially if you're just kind of starting out. You know, I always like I, I do, you know, talks all the time or share with folks, you know, when they ask, well, when is the right time to, you know, bring someone in with HR expertise? And I say the time is now. It's before you start hiring people right? Because we really can be a service to you to help you build out your organization and structure. Um, We work with you around strategy and budget, most importantly, Um, especially in today's day and age. I'm working with a client now that, um, you know, they're at the point where they are looking to expand. And because the world has changed so much, especially, you know, during COVID, folks have become more open to work globally and nationally, remotely. It allows the opportunity for those of us that are business owners to be able to bring on fractional services. So you don't have to budget per se. If you need maybe a CFO, you don't necessarily have to budget that six figure Um, salary to bring on a full-time CFO, but there's so many people now in that space that are offering the services fractionally, just as I am with my company in human resources. So we're not only able to give you some high-level expertise, we're also able to give you the exposure to someone that has a vast array of knowledge across several industries, but also in a more cost-effective way of doing that. 
That is very interesting. So tell us a little more about when you say fractional services. Mm-hmm. Expand on that a little bit. Yeah. So fractional or outsourced, you know, is kind of what some people may prefer to re- you know, refer to it as. I like is, fractional better. I, I no, like I, it better I, than outsourced. It sounds a little, you know, a little more jazzy, but fractional is being able to get the services that you need. You may not need our services all year round. You may need us to jump in and help you with, um, again, building out that strategy on who do I need to hire, right? Like, that's the first question. Look, we're looking to expand and grow. What types of positions do I even need? And then how much is it going to cost me? Um, You know, once you start bringing people on board, you may need us to help with recruiting services for that. But that means we're able to jump in and help you as you need the help. And you're not necessarily... in a position where you have to commit to a long drawn out contract. The same with the larger companies. Um, I do get some assignments um, or some work with some of the larger, you know, Fortune 50 companies where I will, and that is really fractional, where I'll work with their HR leaders in the organization and I'll do tailored work training and workshops for them. So fractionally, I get to fly in, which I love, you see my my big (laughs) smile. I get to develop that training that's going to help um, bring them a solution to a scenario or a problem that they've recognized in their organization. And I get to fly in for a day or two, deliver that workshop and training and feedback and, you know, and then also provide my guidance on a path forward for their leadership and HR teams to continue on, you know, that learning journey with their employees. And then I get to come back home. <laughs> so it's <laughs> for them and for me. But again, I'm just a phone call away, you know, too, as they need, um, you know, to bounce something off of me or what have you. So well, it sounds like you get to do a lot of different things in your business, um, yeah. which is really good. So when you're not working on your business and jet setting around the world, what do you like to do for fun? Well, I really love water. And so I um, I spend in the spring and summer here in Rochester Hills, I really, um, I will spend three to four days out in my hot tub. That's kind of my, I call it my resort time. Okay. And um So that's nice. That helps to relax me. Of course, I do enjoy, you know, traveling, um, you know, to the warm weather, spending time at the beach. Um, I really enjoy, you know, stretching myself to learn and grow my skills. As of late, I have really been diving deep into learning more about the AI technology and chat GPT. Um, I'm constantly in courses and things. The good thing is that I have a network of female entrepreneurs that are just as passionate about bettering themselves and really growing um, their skill set and knowledge. And so we kind of, you know, we kind of push each other along. And it's been awesome because I, you know, prior to this year, I would never, you know, kind of tout myself or package myself as this technical person. But Um, You know, I just this year, like I said, with all the new technology and the fact that they're making it so useful so someone like me can actually, (laughs) you know, begin to utilize it. um, I just I thrive in that and I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that is great. So um, our next question is, can you describe one hardship or life challenge that you rose above 
and can now say because of that challenge that you're better for it and or stronger? Well, I think, you know, like throughout life as we grow, there's so many, but I would say as of recent, like with the loss of my father a few years ago, um, I grew up in Benton Harbor, Michigan, on the southwest side of the state, about three and a half hours from here. And when he passed, um, it was pretty tough. He, um, I would tease him, you know, because he got into the point where he kind of had his house, it was like quarters. And it wasn't just, um, you know, like with his property, right? Um, he had several properties. <laughs> so he, I would tease him, like he was a hoarder of all things. So when he passed, you know, I was the executor of the trust. And my goodness, we had like eight bolts, we had like five trucks, we had five houses. And so to be able to manage all of that, it seemed daunting. And you know what, it just, um, you know, I kind of had to talk myself through it. And I said, well, you know what I'm going to do, I'm going to go down and I'm going to hire somebody that can kind of help me manage through this. And I found a really good company and I was able to kind of manage it just as I had in the corporate world as a project management, you know, with those skill sets, right, from three hours away. And so they helped, you know, kind of pull together an estate sale. Even the week of the sale, I actually, I was in Puerto Rico managing from there <laughs> the resort. You know, on the on the beach, they would call and just, you know, double check. They try not to bother me too much, but they would call and just double check. Hey, someone, you know, put a bid in for, you know, such and such truck. You know, you think that's okay or you want to, you know. And, um, and so that was invaluable. But again, it was one of those things where you really begin to realize, like, all of those skill sets that you have developed and that you've grown like over the course of the years, like that you may use in corporate America and take for granted, they actually are transferable even into your personal life. And especially now that I'm running and managing my own business globally, I staff, um, you know, I have staff from overseas in Colombia specifically. And so again, because I led teams globally, you know, and some of my past, you know, experiences in corporate America, all those skills are transferable and they help me keep those balls in the air <laughs> like I need to. So you said you have um, people you work with in Colombia. Is yes. there a language barrier there or do you speak other languages? Not fluently. So I do okay. speak some, some Spanish, um, you know, and I've led teams in Mexico um, in the past. Um, was one of the roles I actually used to fly over there and work from Mexico twice a month. But, um, you know, so that helped quite a bit. But the individuals that I do work with are bilingual. And um, so they understand English uh, very, very well. Um, I just hired on an HR manager who ha is an attorney. She's right now, she's kind of transitioning out from um, a role with a Miami uh, a corporation in Miami as they're going through some transitions. So it's nice because she already has an understanding and has already been thrust into the U.S. employment 
law matters. And so those skills are definitely transferable for, you know, myself as well as the clients that I work with. So it actually has worked out pretty good, um, even from a time zone standpoint. Essentially, they're on central, um, you know, standard time, which works out perfectly because I do have some clients that um, use some of my staffing services that are in California. And so that's just, you know, it's just a couple hours difference um, between them and, you know, and the West Coast. And so, you know, we've worked out a schedule that seems to work best, you know, whether they're helping, you know, or they're placed with individuals that are here on the East Coast or, you know, or the West Coast. So it has worked out really well. That's good. Yeah. What's one thing you wish our listeners knew about your business? One thing that I try to drive home um, every time that I get an opportunity to speak with someone around human resources, because most folks, they think like, oh, they're just here to like, here they come with some policies, right? They're just here to drop the hammer on us or stop us. Policies and procedures, right? Or or to stop us from doing, stop us from having fun, right? (laughs) But um, again, for business owners, I really try to get them to open up their perspective and um, really see that human resources can be a business partner for them, right? And that we can help drive their bottom line. We can help them create cost efficiencies within their organization. We can help them in even increase and scale their businesses forward so that they can have more growth, um, as well as not to mention, you know, because we are people, you know, I'm a people person. And so I have a large network of individuals that are able to help in other services that we may not provide. And because of the relationship, oftentimes we're able to get, you know, our clients nice discounts. That is great. Yeah. So how can our listeners learn more about you and contact you? Absolutely. So they can visit us on any one of our um, social media sites. We have an Edmund Enterprises LinkedIn page. We have an Edmund Enterprises Facebook page as well as um, an Instagram page. And we update content daily. We also have our website, which is www.edmund-enterprises.com. And there's a contact page so they can reach us directly there. Or you can simply send us an email at info at edmund-enterprises.com. Okay, that is great. Well, thank you very much for being on our podcast and telling our listeners a little more about Edmund Enterprises and everything that you do. Well, thank you for having me. It was great being able to share. Great. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Rochester. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnprochester.com. That's gnprochester.com or call 248-988-9640.